Hello and welcome. Welcome to, to Street Smart episode. Christian. Yeah. Okay, you say to another episode and I'll say hello. And welcome to another episode oh. of Street Smart Christian. You told me to say that. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Let's start over. Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode. I get you can't say it like real fast. Sorry. All right, hold on. What the palate? Hello, and welcome to another <laughs> We can never have a serious podcast. No, we couldn't. We Let have me try to on. say your part, and then okay. you say it. <laughs> okay. You're like those kids. It's red leather, blue leather, red leather, blue leather. Save the children! <laughs> okay. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Street Smart Christian. Yeah, that was good. <sighs> yeah, but the seriousness went away. Like, what if we had a guest on? Like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, when we have a guest on, they're going to be sitting there like this, and we're like, hello, and welcome to another episode of Street Smart Christian. We've never really done like the talk show entrance. On today's episode, we're going to go over forgiveness. I guess so. yourself as a Christian. <laughs> I don't believe that's how that goes. What? Uh, I don't think you ask the person how they rate themselves. Okay, how would you how would you That's not how this works. <laughs> how do you how would you rate on a scale of one to ten? How would you rate your level of forgiveness? Are you a very forgiving person? Yeah, I'd say about a nine. Are you, yeah, so to a fault, you think? Hmm? Can you be forgiving to a fault? What? Like to a fault? Yeah. What does that mean? Like 78 times? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So I, like you'll, well, you'll keep someone around and have to forgive them 78 oh, times. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, uh, my whole life... Um, People have often said that that's my downfall, that that's my weakness, is I give too many. But see, the forgiveness was different than forgiving and moving on. You know, I constantly let the individual or the situation... Walk all over you? Yeah. And I just let it go. So, by that logic, should you never forgive people? Mm Mm-mm. Can't. Can't do it. Do I, but do I let people walk all over me? No, can't do that either. Yeah. There's two sides to that. Jesus, I don't know what passage it was. And I hope it was Jesus that said this. But I think he said, uh, you know, after the third time, you got to let them go. Not forgiving, but like spreading the gospel and getting people like, oh, was Paul, do this, do it? this. Yeah, and he's like, or it might have been. I don't know. Like, don't quote me. But Sounds biblical because... It was like, you know, the first time and then the second time. But after the third time, if they're still not getting it, 
It's time to let them go. Give, give them out there. Let yeah. them out there. So that may apply for, for, you know, Jesus obviously said, you know, forgive him 77 times. But I yeah. think he also was like, at some point, you, you got, like I said tonight, you forgive them and then you just yeah. need to go. It's kind of like, leave it on that It's note. kind of a funny answer to Peter's question. How many times do I have to forgive my brother or sister? Seven, Seven times? times? Yeah. That's, you can't quantify forgiveness like that. And mm-hmm. then Jesus is like, no, 77 times, Peter. Yeah. Like, to me, that just takes it, like, okay, you're right. Like, forgiveness isn't, it's not. It's a must. Yeah, it's not a number walk. that you can say, okay, I for, I've forgiven him I mean, this to many be, times. To be honest, I don't think you can fully be 100% <clears throat> committed to your Christian walk if you're still not able to forgive. But isn't that one of the sins? we all face because you probably had some bullies growing up right no you didn't have anybody that picked on you no it was cool what about that but girl? I think what about so. that girl that would push you <laughs> that was... <laughs> <laughs> no I think I don't know if I necessarily had a bully because when I think of a bully it's somebody who some continues bully. To belittle you and get a rise out of that the thing every time. I had people say hurtful things, but then that was it. And the but I think the reason for it is, is when people would say things, I would laugh. And then they think like, oh. Huh. Well, yeah, they didn't get the response that they wanted. I didn't cry or yeah. get mad or try to fight. I would just be like, ah. <laughs> And then go behind the trash can and, and cry. cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or go home and, and cry. But yeah. we didn't have social media either, so I wasn't able to be like, ah. you know. I, and I didn't talk to a lot of people about it. Like, I didn't go home. And I think one time I went home and I said, man, this guy's really getting under my skin. And my dad was, we're telling him to meet you at the flagpole. And I'm like, no, he's huge. He's like three times yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. If you do that and they try to kick you out of school, I'll proudly come pick you up for defending yourself. I wasn't a fighter. I've never been in a fight, so I didn't even instigate that. But So people would pick on me or push me around, and i just kind of laugh it off. And, and they'd be like, well, this isn't working the way we thought it this was. This isn't as much fun as I thought it was. So that would kind of spread throughout <clears throat> the rest of the haters and, they just say what they had to say and left me alone. Yeah. And all of my best friends were three times the size of me. Yeah. And weren't afraid to fight. So if it got to that point, then they were they were fighting my battles for me. Yeah. Yeah. And then people would be like, ah, oh, well, that was that didn't work out either. So didn't and and then I was very friendly, so I befriended every walk of life. So. It wasn't that I, I stuck with one click and then some other group was like, we're picking on this group of people because I was just having lunch with those guys. Mm-hmm. I was always a people person. So the bullying, I seen bullying happen to people that I befriended and, un, you know, not proud of it, stood by and just watched. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that. confrontation. Yeah. And I've seen some horrible things. There's this one kid that they picked on a lot. And they would get the reaction out of him. But they took it far. Uh, We were in gym gym class once. And he was out putting away gym toys or talking to the teacher or something. And they took his clothes and put them in the urinal. And they all peed on his clothes. Ah, So he didn't have any clothes to go back to class. And I don't, you know, I don't remember anybody ever getting in trouble for that. I don't remember that. But I remember watching them. But I was a little tiny guy too, so I didn't I didn't rat on anybody nor did I try to stop them from doing it, but I thought, "Oh my gosh." But I also thought if I tried anything that, that it would be my clothes the next time. Mhm. Uh, I'll never forget that. That was probably one of the worst that I seen other kids do. Was that? I mean, is there anything worse than that? So then he, and this, we, our gym class was like third period. 
start of the day. Right. And obviously the teachers knew what happened. I just don't know if they knew who did it. And how do you figure out who did that in the boys' locker room? Right. So then they, I remember though, he had to wear his sweatpants and cowboy boots and and that wasn't good going down the hallways like that. Randy Falkenberry was his name. You ever hear from him? No. I hope he's doing good though. Iceland by him in my house day and night. Really? With kids. Yeah, oh yeah. I was friends with everybody. So I remember growing up I was terrified of the Chucky doll. Yeah. Like my entire life. And then I remember he come over for a sleepover one time. He wanted to bring some movies. And of course I'm the now I'm the tough guy. And he brings over the bride of Chucky and I'm like, Oh no. We watched it in my bedroom, and I'm just like, oh, no. Nightmares? No, I think that kind of broke me in my fear because that movie wasn't like the older ones. It was more horror comedy kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. It was, like, stupid. Yeah. And I was finally at the age where I'm like, what? This ain't so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, so I never had uh, the issue with having to forgive people in school. I feel like the most, the, the only time that forgiveness really sticks out for me is with people that you trust. Yeah. Like nothing hurts worse than being betrayed by someone you, oh, for sure. you care for, right? And that's yeah. where the real forgiveness comes in. I mean, yeah, sure, if you had a bully that just made your life a living hell for school, like that's a, that's a different level. I never really had that a specific named bully, but... I think my biggest hurdles to go over were forgiveness well, of the I, people that I trusted, you know, and building that trust, and it's betrayed, and you're just like, what? I told you that in confidence, and you exploited it. You know? Yeah, and so that's different for me, too, because I've never had really any secrets. My life has been such an open book mm -hmm. that I shared my story in detail with everybody. So when somebody thought they had some dirt on me or like, oh, could you hear this? They would go tell somebody and they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, we know. And then people would be more like, you told everybody about what that happened to you? And I'm like, I don't have any secrets to hide. Yeah. So it was, so I never really had that. My biggest thing was I stuck my neck out for a lot of people mm -hmm. and helped a lot of people. When I first was living on my own and people were hard up and didn't have a place to live, they would live with me and they'd eat up all my food and they would I'd pay for all their gas and give them money and then they would just disappear and then badmouth like me or, you know, and I'd be like, <laughs> I gave you a home. Yeah, but they never mentioned that to anybody. Mm. Um, I, so I, my biggest thing was being taken advantage of yeah. a lot, a lot. That was my biggest thing that hurt me. Um, but I still never, I don't remember, I remember being hurt and angry, but never hanging on to that anger enough to where if I'd seen him on the street. It's on I, sight. Yeah, I would be like, hey, I would still be like, hey, buddy, kill him with kindness kind of thing. Like, how you doing? You want to go get some lunch or something? My treat. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't like confrontation. I was never yeah. a confrontational person either. And then, of course, relationships. You know, I was no saint. And I had a lot of relationships where I was clearly taken advantage of. Yeah. Like I said, I was no saint in any of them, but I, I gave everything and I let things go. So you forgave. Forgive on, like you just said, on site. I'm, I was easy to forgive on site, but I would continue to let that chaos rule my life but I would forgive so much that I thought that by doing that I was going to change them or one day they would open their eyes and be like oh man yeah. he's giving me another shot I should stop being a douche yeah but I well I know I take that back so after they wrecked my entire life mm -hmm. and then would finally go on their separate way a month to a few weeks to a month later I would get that phone call or that long-winded text that was like, hey, I feel kind of bad for destroying your life. <laughs> or like I, I looked, I had some time to reflect on this stuff and 
how are you still alive? Like, why did you put up with a lot of that? And I've had people get angry at me because I put up with their crap. And I'm like, oh, why are you getting mad at me? And then go on their separate way. And maybe that's what Christ is talking about. Like, yeah, you may have to walk away or they may have to go. And it, But if you leave it at that forgiving table, you leave it there, yeah. they may come around and realize, hey, sorry. But does that mean you have to bring them back in? No. You don't have That's your choice. We have free will. We don't have, Christ never said anything about that. Yeah. Uh, you know, he said, but you, you know, still always, give to those who want. Yeah, and give. But, the shirt off your back, you know? Yeah, and, you know, if, give what, them the other What's the verse cheek? where you, if they try to sue you for your jacket? Yeah. They sue you for your shirt. Give them your shirt and your jacket. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's a certain point, he never says, don't walk away. Yeah. You gotta, sometimes you just gotta walk away and you gotta leave it alone and you gotta leave it up to God. And, you know, it's like the verse I've been reading into, I was talking to my mom about it, about, uh, you know, if they hit you on your right, give them your left. Yeah, turn the other cheek. And, and I listened to a content creator, a really good, sound Christian content creator, and he broke that down and he said, do you think that Christ was saying if they punch you in the face, let them punch you on the other side? It's like, no, he's talking about words. If they hit you with this stuff, hurtful things, slandering your name, belittling your family, talking about your kids, doing this and that, instead of rebuttaling and trying to attack them and hurt mm-hmm. them instead turn this way and say that's all you got and let them keep going and then walk away as a bigger person yeah christ didn't say don't defend yourself because if somebody's beating the tar out of you then yeah get them off of you he didn't say i'll oh, just let them beat you to death i know that's a controversial thing because yeah. I, I teach my son that like, it, that's what it is. So but if you can't, if it's to defend yourself or defend someone that can't defend themselves, that's a different story. And I think it was Dwayne Dunaway that was talking about that because somebody gave him a question like, what is he talking about? Like, if somebody kicked me in the face, I'm supposed to be like, ah, you broke this side of my face. I'll break this side. And he's like, no, you're taking that verse out of context. He's telling them that in this life, people are going to say things that are going to upset you and you're going to want to respond. But those are words. That's it. You don't need to respond. You don't need to do one hateful word for another hateful word. Because now all you're getting in is this rabbit hole of who can hurt whose feelings. So if you let them talk all that trash to you, turn away. If they keep talking trash to you, eventually they're going to be like, well... There's no gas in this tank, so. Yeah. But if they physically put their hands on you, you, then yeah, you have the right to say, okay, that's enough. Or if they physically put their hands on your wife or your children, you you have the right as the protector of your home to protect them. Yeah. But, so, yeah. And, And forgiveness is, I have a lot of reasons not to forgive people, but it is definitely, I don't know what I would do with that stress. And I don't know, maybe there's some suppressed anger somewhere that I haven't, and it hasn't, yeah. been, hasn't reared its ugly head yet and haven't crossed that bridge. It really seems to. But I haven't really had that problem. Stress and life and the world, <clears throat> that, that definitely gets me, gets me fired up. But, you know, I've never met my father. But I don't let that bother me anymore because I forgive them. And, you I have, just and you have other father figures in your well, life. Oh, yeah, and I, <laughs> I don't forget that I've never met my father, but I don't dwell on that day in and day out. I don't lay awake at night worried about why he didn't send me a birthday card. I, I don't. Yeah, it's pointless. Um, you know, and I've had other people in my life that weren't so nice. Uh, they weren't so nice to me, and they weren't no, so nice to my mother, and um, and, and I'm okay with that now. And if I see them in public, hey, how you doing? You know, I don't have to approach them. I don't have to go out of my way to go across the parking lot and hug everybody. Yeah. But if they came up, hey, how you doing? Then I'm going to ex- extend my hand and say, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing better than great. Yeah. How are you? We don't have to hash out anything or nothing. I don't have to. You remember this? Because that's not going to do anything, but it doesn't matter anymore. 
it hurts. Your feelings are hurt, but it doesn't matter anymore. You know? Yeah, but at what point is that considered true forgiveness? Like what Christ did on the cross? Oh, well, we're never going to experience what Christ did on the cross. But all he's asking is saying, you just got to forget this. You just got to, or not forget it, you just got to let it go. Mm-hmm. You can't leave carry that cross, monkey yeah. at your back. Yeah, you got to leave. I did the ultimate sacrifice of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Now leave your junk here and keep walking. Dust your sandals off, go to the next town, and forget about it. That's the theme throughout all of his talks. In the Dust your sandals off, get over it, get over yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a, a big part, too, like for me at least, is that self-forgiveness too, right? Right, yeah, you can't, yeah. You can't forgive anybody if you don't forgive yourself or if you don't accept Christ, Christ's gift of forgiveness. Yeah, you know. I, and I don't know if you can even accept Christ's gift if you, if you don't can't forgive, even forgive Yeah, and that you was know? hard for me. That's been the hardest part, and I struggle with it a lot of time, but I forgive myself over and over again. It's not just one and done with me, but... A lot of my past is what I had to struggle with. And now that I have an amazing life, an amazing wife, and amazing people around me, there's no need for me to hang on to that anymore. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, my life's an open book. It would be different if none of you guys knew any of that and I'd still be hanging on to it. But yeah. day one, Ben's Bible study, Rick's like, okay. You know, not everybody has to share their entire life. And, you know, not saying he doesn't like to hear it, but... Some people aren't comfortable doing that. And I am. I like to get it out there. And it's out there with, I have no secrets with my wife. I have no secrets with my kids, um, my in-laws, my parents. You know, it's all, it's all an open book. And, and, and am I proud of the, my past? Not, not, probably not super proud. Do I regret it? No. Because if I regretted it, then I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Yeah, if you were, I feel like if there's regret involved, there's... No, yeah, you know, I've spent my time in the sil- the Gray Bar Motel. Um, I've worn the silver bracelets. Um, I've never, I've been at points where I fall down on my face and can't walk straight and yeah. wake up not feeling really good. Yeah. Um, but I went through that to be Ryan for day. Like the Bible study on Monday... God never does anything in this life, no matter what you look at in anybody's situation. God never does anything to hurt anybody. Everything that happens in everybody's life is for the greater good. Mm-hmm. And the hurt now, is from our choice. But think about that. Everything that happens in this life, God intends for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Everything. Even the worst things. Yeah. That's so hard for humans to grasp. Yeah. So even, I mean, we don't get to pick. You know, you ever heard that thing like you see kids and you're like, man, that sucks for them. They don't get to pick who their parents are. Mm-hmm. No, they don't. But guess who did? God did. Whether it's great, whether it's bad. If you follow Christ, you will one day figure out what that purpose was. Mm-hmm. And it's—he's not saying that. Well, after your twenties, it might—you no. might be seventy-five years old, mm-hmm. and then go, oh, "Okay, got it." No, that's but if true. you want to do it alone, without Christ, that's your choice too. And you're gonna fail. And it's gonna get really hard. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's not going to be a rock to lean on in that situation. No. I think that's what's hard is, you know, as we all walk in that practice of forgiveness. Because it is a practice. No one no. is perfect at it. The only person that was perfect at it did it. It's done. It's Christ. But when we're walking in that, that practice of forgiveness, people on the outside like to say, mm, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think you really, you say, you may be saying that you did, but you did. And to me, that always was kind of a frustrating thing where it's like, you say that you forgive, but you really didn't. It's like, well, how, how, how do you know that? That's, like, well, that's crazy. I mean, it's just like what we were talking about tonight in Matthew 28. I've read that now about five times this week. No, it's good. And I talk, the master and the slave. That's a great 
parable. And, and the master. It's heartbreaking parable. The summoned time. the slave in and said, you owe me 10,000 talents. 10,000. 10,000. You in well, debt. Oh, I don't have it. Well, then I'm going to sell you and your family and your wife and. I'm going to sell all your stuff. To pay for your debt. To pay for your debt. And he goes on the ground, and what I can imagine is, Oh, God, no, please, please, please. Please, please if you just give me a chance, if you just forgive me, if you give me a chance, I will pay you back. Mm -hmm. And out of, out of compassion, the master says, You know what? You clean. seem pretty sincere about this. Your you know, clean. Yep. Go ahead. And then that dude turns and walks down the road. And, hey, bro, you owe me a hundred bucks. Oh, start man, I don't, yeah, start choking him out. And the dude's like, I don't have it, man. Please, Gav, compassion. No, and he turns and throws him in prison. Mm -hmm. And everybody around him seen that he was forgiven and then went to the master and said, do you see what this jackwad did? He threw Jerry in prison. Because he owed him a hundred bucks. Yeah. You forgave him for 10000 And then the dude's like, okay, really? And throws him not in jail to the torture chamber, bro. The torturers. Until his debt was paid. Yeah, I mean, that might have been until he died. I don't Maybe know. Until never, bro. And then Jesus says, that's exactly what my father's going to do to you. If you don't forgive and show compassion. How is he going to forgive you? How, how are you? If he forgives you and you don't forgive anybody else, how do you think he's going to react? Mm -hmm. He's going to put you somewhere you don't want to be. That's pretty powerful. And then, you know, and then, and I think this is after Jesus is crucified. This is when he come back. This is the end of Matthew. So he's, he's already, he's coming back and they're asking him, he's already, they're like, whoa, what about this? What about that? What about, and he's like, I'm telling you. Yeah. No, I think it's right before, because it's, in Chapter 17, that he could predicts, predicts his death a second time. Right. So, then it's chapter 28. Predicts his death a third time in chapter 20. Oh, yeah. What's it? What's before chapter 28? What do you mean? 28 is what the verse is in. No, that's verse 28. Right? No, you're looking at the, the I'm greatest. I'm looking at today. Yeah. You need to go to first 28, 28, 19. 28, 19. Yeah, see, what does this say? The crucifixion of Jesus. So this is after. Jesus is risen, yeah. Yeah, so this is after he comes back. So he's already died for the sins of the world. He's All the sins are forgiven. So then Peter's asking him, well, okay. That's, that's the commission, though. 28, 19. Oh, yeah, never mind. I'm backwards. This, yeah, you're right. You're talking. Uh, this one was before. Yeah, I was on twenty-eight nineteen at school today. Yeah, that's a good one though too. My bad. Well, we just got everybody's <laughs> like, well, we're not listening to these guys no more. They <laughs> clearly don't know their Bible. No, this is right before man. Sec he's he's already predicted his death a second time to the disciples, and then they obviously ask all these crazy questions. And it's that simple. Yet it's so hard. You embarrassed? We're not sponsored by the ice pack <laughs> company. Yeah. No, I mean, I guess for me, it's really, it boils down to like, I never understood people that held grudges. Yeah. I, 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 I know someone. Yeah. And I know them fairly well I spend quite a lot of time with them um, and they're the type of person that's like I never forgive Jack? every moment Jax? no oh. it's like dang every moment every time anybody's ever messed up with me I remember that yeah he's in pretty detail. hurt and I'm like, damaged I'm like I'm like dude that's damaged goods right like, there how, like there's nothing he that remembers every single moment, and he's the type that takes revenge. That's a miserable life. It seems like it. Yeah, it is. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. I've never understood that. Like, I, how do you sleep at night? Yeah, you can't. Yes, I've had times, and I've had people that I've, you know, confided in or tr trusted, and they've hurt me, and, you know, it's like, yeah, it, was, it took me a while to forgive. But when I finally did, 
the release from it. Yeah. It, it still brings up memories of hurt, but I don't, I don't hold it against them. And I don't, no. you know, for me specifically, I have, you know, an obligation with my son. If I was to not forgive the people in my son's life, I'd only be hurting him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I go, it's hard. It's not easy. But I try and go above and beyond and be like, hey, you know, let's try this. Let's make this happen for his sake. And, and, and for me, it's just, I don't, I don't know. People don't see that the same way. From the outside, you think, well, yeah, you, you should just do that. This should just be done. Like, why are you even second guessing? No, because there's more to it. You know, it's, it's not just that simple. And, you know, things have to be shown and done for that trust to be rebuilt, you know. Boundaries, man. Mm -hmm. Boundaries are a huge thing. And I feel like people that have hurt you, they, and then you forgive them, they expect, okay, cool, back to, back to where we were. Back to wherever I thought I set the boundaries, we're good. And then they cross those boundaries again. And you're like, no, 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 no. I told you, don't do that. If you do it, you can't be around. Like, I don't know. I've experienced it a few times in my life, and it's tough. Yeah. It's tough, but, you know, it's boundaries. If you can, if you can respect the boundaries and you put, you deposit little bits of trust, because trust is built in the moment, small moments. People think it's huge. People think that, think that it's like me going and, and, cleaning your house for you no it's me giving you a call checking up on you saying hey man how you doing like i know you had this big test coming up you doing good for me if someone did it to me i'd be like dang man you remember that i told you that i was gonna have to do this today and you thought to call me and say ask check on me that's how you develop a trusting relationship with someone right so i'm not gonna clean your house then well, I mean, sure, please. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Everybody, they're like, <clears throat> it's these big things. Oh, man, when you gave me that gift. Like, I'm not a gift person. I don't I don't value you off of the gifts you give me. Yeah, I know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, dude, you, you tell me something like, hey, man, you're an 8 out of a 10. That, to me, bro, no. it's different. You know, it's that... that that builds something because I'm like, you have no obligation to say that for me. You have no obligation to do those things. Yet you do. And I'm not there to witness it. Yeah. That's the difference. You know, and I feel like people that, that don't get that are the ones that just take advantage. And, and forgiveness, yes, as a follower of Christ, we have to give it. And you should feel obligated to. I feel obligated to. And not just because like, oh, gosh, God, you're making me forgive this person. No, because I know that that anger and resentment that I hold on to oh, yeah. just corrupts me and makes me angry. Like, as a young kid, man, <clears throat> I was angry. Mm -hmm. our, our, our stories on that front, totally different because I was an angry kid. I got bullied when I was in middle school just because I was chubby. And I switched that around, you know, and I, and I, you know, I was ready to fight at any time, at any moment. And I get into trouble and I didn't care, you know, and, and it's, it's those things that you got to get away. I was angry and I'm like, hey man, dealt a rough deck and I'm going to take it out on whoever. And, and, it, and it wasn't always malicious. It was just like, yeah. Yeah. Just one of those things. You were chubby in middle school? Yeah, dude. Right, right on. I was chubby, man. I got the older kids, they seem like giants to me. These are just eighth graders. Yeah, they were Luke. Yeah, these eighth graders and then, yeah, you're fat. Hey, kid, you're fat. No, you're fat. Boom! Drop kicked me in the back, dude. <clears throat> 
<laughs> into the coach's office and I'm just oh man hey knock it off guys oh dang I never had anybody pee on nobody's clothes though that's crazy they were ruthless man they were ruthless when I was a freshman in high school <clears throat> they just they just cracked down on freshman initiation Dang. To the point to where it's like, if we catch you, you're not getting suspended. You're getting expelled. Kicked out, totally. Because, and we were terrified. Because my dad had a business where he hired a lot of high school kids. And so I always heard the stories of the seniors and the juniors and what they did to the freshmen. And I'm like, I hope I die in a car accident before <laughs> I get there. <laughs> Because it was bad, and I, and I and it wasn't just our school, because I remember being at my grandmother's house and they always watched the five o'clock news or whatever. They'd be on the news. Yeah, but not at our school. It was like nationwide. Initiations in school were getting just out of hand, and kids were getting hurt. They hospitalized. So then they. Like it made it to the government, and and so then schools were told like, you better get a Crank handle on this, this yeah. before somebody dies. And maybe some kids did. I don't remember, but I remember the stories coming out of um, the kids that worked for my dad. And it's like, well, why would anybody want to play football then? Like that's insane. You know they they. I don't know if when you were in school, Peyton still had what was still called the spirit stick. And it was like a big, long broomstick, but it had black and red tape swirled around the top. And then at the top of it was a baseball. And so it looked like a stick with a ball on it. And during the assemblies, you know, they'd run around with a stick and then... Well, some of the seniors or whatever would get a hold of the spirit stick and just come in and beat the tar out of the freshman. Jeez. And using that stick for unnecessary things that would hurt kids. Jeez, man. And then I don't know if you remember what tough skin was. There was a spray adhesive. Yeah. Well, they would put that spray adhesive where you don't want it and glue things shut or and then parents would like obviously like what the and then and so eighth grade summer going into the freshman year you're just like and but then it was it was set in stone like listen was there a little bit of hazing yeah but it was like you don't put you if you get it went caught, from initiation to hazing well yeah it, there was yeah it went to hate so it was like but they were told like listen. If you get caught putting your hands, or we hear you, any of these, anybody put hands on people, not only will the person accountable or the people accounted be expelled, but all seniors involved will not play sports the entire year. Yeah. Not just football, you're not playing anything. And of course it was the big bad jocks that were the ones doing it. So, so you got picked on, you got maybe got hit a little harder on the field. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh, thank God. But then in gym class, they pee on your clothes. I'm like, well, what the heck is it? That's and nobody, I don't, I don't think anybody was held accountable for that because everybody was tight. Someone to this day is thinking about what they did there. You want to know what's crazy is I think the person responsible for it died a few years ago. Oof. Rest in peace. Yeah, I mean, that's sad, but because that was years later. But, yeah. But I am almost 100%. I know. I, I, I know that, that person went He down was a bad one path. of the. He was one of them because there was multiple that peed on that kid's clothes. But I know he was one of them. And he was a notorious bully. And then I heard that he passed away, and I'm like, nah, you're not. I'm sorry for the family, but then you, your mind goes, 
Maybe you shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. There's lessons here. Guys. No, like, I mean that's the truth too. And I think bullies are a lot of them. They have their own trauma. Everybody has trauma, right? Yeah. And it's, it's how you you learn from it. Either it makes you or it breaks you. You know. Yeah, yeah. And then, but you know, there's a lot of people that I went to school with that's on social media that still hang on to a lot of anger. Yeah, it seems so. Just it's it's easy to do, honestly. I mean, it ruled my life for so long. Trash people online. And yeah. Bad mouth and this person and this person's evil and this person's bad and this person, this person and I'm like, look at the mirror, dude. Well, just let it go. Yeah. And wow, I just can't stand it. And I was guilty of it when I very first had Facebook. I I got the bit by the uh, sympathy bug, and noticed people getting sympathy on, you know. Facebook, and this is when back when they used to have the thumbs down button on Facebook. When it very first came out, they had a thumbs down Facebook, and that was not a good idea because a lot of people use. Well, because you know, like people put selfies. If you got more thumbs down than a thumbs up, do a you're drinking bleach for yeah. dinner. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like especially young kids. Yeah, man. so they got rid of the thumbs down button, but that didn't really make anything better because now if you don't get anything, you put a selfie out there and you got two likes and one's from your grandpa. And your mom. <laughs> yeah, it's then, yeah, these kids, they take it personal. But so I you know, I jumped on, but I would see people say like, well, it's Thanksgiving and I don't have any friends or family. I guess I'll just eat a hot dog. And, blah, blah. and then they would get <laughs> flooded with, hey, brother, come to my house. We'd love to have you. Oh, man, here, come. I'll give you 100 bucks. Go get you, you know. And so I, I jumped on that wagon once. So, you know, I was a knucklehead. I was spending money left and right, buying beer, buying houses. And then electric bill would come up. Like, oh, it's around Christmas, and I'm going to freeze to death and die. And <laughs> people in my company would be like, hey, man, I was not a, I was not a generous receiver. And I was not, I would be like, thanks, and then drive to the liquor store. We've all been there, man. And then I got rid of Facebook, not because I wanted to, uh, but uh, when I got it back five years later, five, six years later, I decided to get it back. I told myself, okay, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to put anything personal on there. I just started coming to church, so my personal page was all faith-based. I'm not going to put anything dirty on here. I'm not going to put any inappropriate jokes and uh, my, in the beginning of my Christian walk, you know, I start doing that and all my friends are just flooding my messenger and all this with just inappropriate stuff. And why didn't you share it? Well, because, and, and I tell you, one of the biggest things that held me accountable for it was uh, when, my, when our pastor's wife sent me a friend request. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, anything that I put on here, because our pastor doesn't have social media, but his, you know, his wife does. And I thought... Anything I put on here, she's going to see it. Mm -hmm. And I have to see her on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So that was the biggest thing. I, that was my, like I already had, but you can get caught up in all that junk and want to be funny. And, yeah. But because she was my friend on there, I'm like, I can't. Mm -hmm. And I did, wasn't intelligent enough at the time to know that you can pick and choose who sees what you put out there. Yeah. Yeah, you can. You you can go on there and say, I only want this group of friends to see it. Or you can go through your friends list and say, I don't want this person to see it. I don't want this person to see it. I don't want this person to see it. And they'll never see that post. But they'll still see your feed, just not that post. I learned that years later, but I'm like, I'm not doing that. That was the best thing I did was give it up. The personal yeah. side. Yeah. The... the, the Street Smart Christian side is great. It's more, it's all about that encouragement, but giving up the personal right. side. You a lot know, of people are like, what happened to your Facebook? I'm like, yeah, get rid of that a while ago. But I understand that you, why you did it. Yeah. Because, and I hear like, uh, like listen to podcasts with celebrities and stuff. A lot of influencers don't have it on their phones. Yeah. 
because they, they get a lot of hate and, and stuff like that. So they, they hire people to run their socials. And they're like, no, nah, man, it's the best thing ever. You know, I, I don't, I'm not scrolling. I'm not, da, da, da. And I get it because I catch myself for hours at a time sometimes when mm-hmm. I have nothing to do, just constantly checking. And, and, but I'm like, well, I don't really have, unless it starts affecting my family life. Yeah. Or your work. Or, or my work. I don't really your, have. Your own personal mental. So I don't really have, and I don't, you know, with what I post on both personal and street smart, I mean, it's nothing personal. Yeah. Other than my personal journey with Christ. Yeah. Which and and yeah, haters come at you about that, but it's like, okay, you're mad because I have a they're relationship with you. Our yeah, Lord and Savior, yeah, which he's they're not hating on me personally. Like, they're most of the time they're jealous and they want to know why I'm happy all the time and they're not. Yeah. Um But it was weird. I mean, I like I said, I understood why you did it. And and honestly I'm I'm pretty impressed that you've gone this long since New Year's or whenever it was that you Gave it all up. Was it last year? Yeah. Last year's? Yeah, I think it was a New Year's it resolution. Was, because the we, second? This has been the second. Well, we did the New Year's resolution thing. You got rid of Facebook first. And then you were going to keep Instagram, or maybe it was the other way around. You got rid of Instagram and you kept Facebook. Uh, and then at New Year's, we, were, we had that New Year's resolution podcast where we were talking about how that's kind of goofy and dumb. And then you were like... <laughs> Well, I gave up social media, and and honestly, I you know I supported you, and I thought I knew I knew the reasons why, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, that's cool, but I honestly didn't think it was gonna. I thought it would be a few months, and then you would keep the old accounts deleted and start new ones, and then pick it's and choose your work, feed. Bro. Well, yeah, no, I get it, but I thought, yeah, in the world that we're in today, I thought. You know, that's where my line of work comes in handy. Right, right. I thought, that, well, that that's like your Cheryl. Yeah, is my job. <laughs> right. So I thought, well, he may, but then you know, and maybe that'd be different if we didn't have Street Smart. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. It could have been a different thing to where you have kind, you still kind of have an in. Yeah, I can dip in to watch. It's, it's directly into Christ. Yeah, it's to that. To where, this. if we didn't have that, maybe you would have tried to start out by. Having a faith-based social media, mm-hmm. um, but who knows? God knows. Um, yeah, you did it for five years without it. Well, but not willingly. The whole time you you forget about it after a while. Like you just kind of fall off, and your life is miserable because of other reasons. <laughs> and so you don't have time to think about social media because yeah. you think your whole life sucks. Yeah. But I, did I miss it? Yeah, I missed seeing what people were up to. I missed being nosy. Yeah. But, and then even after that <laughs> nightmare, I, uh, it took me a while, at least another year to get it back because I had PTSD, bro. I was like, <laughs> like, what does it matter? Who gives a crap? And then I finally did it. But when I did it, it was when I started thinking about becoming a Christian content creator. And how to do that. And so I thought, well, I'm going to start by just having a faith. I got Instagram first. Yeah. And I had Instagram while I was in that nightmare. <laughs> but you want to know what's crazy is I was allowed to have it, but I wasn't allowed to put my name on it. Like I had to come up of like, like a fake name. No. So like on Instagram, people don't usually use like Adam Tifton. They put like bow hunting extreme or blah, blah, blah. So that's when my Instagram become faith hunting. Because I was still trying to program in my head, how am I going to do a faith-based? In the beginning, I was going to do a faith-based hunting content. That's a good one, faith hunting. Yeah, so I, like I came up with that. Thing. Yeah, like I'm hunting for faith. Like, yeah. And so I came up with faith hunting. That was my Instagram handle. And it was all hunting and faith content. Because I was going to have this uh, uh, Christian hunting show. And I was going to be the Let's first. It, and then I started watching the hunting channels. And I already have one. I was like. They do? Yeah. Um, it's called. Um, Let's get on it. Buck Ventures is what it's called. But it, it. he, I, I, he's liked some of my stuff on Instagram. Let's get on it. Let's Buck Ventures. His name is Jeff Danker. And I, he is 
I follow him on Instagram and Facebook, and he's liked some of the stuff, and he's got a hunting show. He's sponsored by all kinds of... But after every one of his hunting... Like, it's the same old boring hunting shows your grandpa used to watch. Like, that's like okay but at the end of every one he had a bible study today we're going to go over first corinthians blah, 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 and then he'd just do like a 10 minute deal and the show was over and his logo uh, it was like the christian fish but the the tail of the fish going to antlers mm. and then it's the fish at the bottom so then after that i got facebook back and I was still on that trajectory. I always wanted to do Christian content, but I wanted it to be relevant because I wanted people to like it. Mm-hmm. And then I started tossing out ideas, and then I told you, like, I didn't know what to call it. Faith hunting, or I had all these different kind of crazy names that were just like, that's that doesn't roll off the tongue real good. And after nightmare number two, I... Uh, I needed some help cleaning some stuff up, and Theo Brooks came and helped me. And I said, hey, man, what do you think about that? And just, I was rattling some stuff off, and he's like, eh, eh. And I'm bouncing, because he's a kid at the time. He's like 18. So I'm like, i got to get something. And he's going to be like, what? And I said, street smart Christian. He's like, that's great. That's, that's cool, man. I like that. I did it, and then I got insecure. And I'm like, street smart. That sounds stupid. Like, what am I? And then I started saying it at church. And the, and the deacons and people are like, man, that's, I love that title. Mm-hmm. Like, that just reaches out. Which brings me to this next subject, not to get off this, but so, to, so yesterday I was on our website. And I said, what the heck? I'm going to hit the hire a professional button just to see. Maybe some nerds can really <laughs> design this. I love you, nerds. I love nerds. Oh. If they don't know me and my content by now, then no, we love you. So maybe they'll have something really popping, all this stuff. So okay, here's here's some uh, web designers. They're going to be reaching out to you soon. That's cool. So around lunchtime today, I get a phone call and I keep ignoring it because it's from Boston, Massachusetts, and I'm like, they keep calling, but they I'm like. So answer, and it's like, your phone is now, your your call is being merged with it. And I'm like, okay. Hey, Adam, hey, what's up? Well, it was the guys. So they were like, what's your URL? And I'm like, what's that? They're like, your website. StreetSmartChristianNumber1.com. He's like, okay, okay. Oh, okay, there. I said, it might say Street Squad. Yep, right here. Okay, okay. Uh, what is it you're wanting to do? And I'm kind of explaining like what we do, a Christian podcast, Christian content. We have a ministry and we have youth ministry and we're doing this now. Okay, great. Do you have any videos? And I'm like, yeah, there aren't. He's like, no, it's only audio. Oh yeah, it's only audio. Said, oh, but you have videos? I said, he'd be, he's like, yeah, that'd be great. What we'd like to do is make your top header just silent video of you guys doing your podcast. That's in the background. So when people come to your website, they automatically see that you guys also have a podcast. Yeah. They don't have to search for it. Because you guys are just there with your headphones like, <laughs> and it's in the background. I say, yeah. And he's, I said, we're trying to get a store incorporated. And he's like, let me, and he looks at the logo of that shirt that I have on there. And he's like, dude, that's going to catch fire. He's like, I don't even know nothing about it. And I would rock that. He's like, you got to get some professional pictures and stuff. We'll set up a store. Yeah, yeah. He's like, all right, man. Okay, cool. We're only a four-man company. There's only four of us. And we're going to go to our uh, this guy that does a lot of this. We're going to talk to him, bounce some ideas off him, come back to you probably tomorrow morning, and we'll get a quote and everything like that ready for you. I'm like, yeah. I'm like on the phone like, hey, guys, hold on. I'm talking to my website builders. <laughs> Just chill, you know. <laughs> like I'm getting all puffed up like yeah and I'm telling about you like well partner Kevin he's like oh yeah we're here Adam Kevin so we want something that says this is what Adam is going on to Adam and Kevin's world at Street Smart Christian the creators of Street Smart Christian this is what their world is about yeah. and I'm like yeah and we want it really easy to go to here's oh, your, your story's store going to end bad <laughs> well, dang it well no okay so then he's like I'll get back to you tomorrow and I'm like okay so I go down and back to work and I'm like Hey, you know, I'm doing the whole thing, and I'm like, how much does it cost to do this? 
Well, then I'm getting more excited because they're like, oh, 250 bucks, $400. Da, 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 da. I'm like, I can do it. The quote comes in right after that on an email. Hey, well, I talked it over. It was real quick doing it. He can do this, this, and that. We really think that animated header is going to be the way to go. The video header, blah, 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 and having your videos on there as well, uploaded. Every time you upload, it goes on there. Um, it's, and we, we're, we, we'll charge $20 an hour. And I'm like, okay, because how long does it take to do Like three hours? You know, whatever. So we, we're going to charge $20 an hour. We can get that done for you at a smooth $1,800. And I'm like, <laughs> no. Eighteen. I'm like, how many hours is that at $20 an hour? I don't even know off the top of my head. Yeah. I'm like, it took me two hours to do it myself. Of what we have what? now. 1800 at $20 an hour. Yeah. Like, it better send people, like, free stuff. Like, can you, like physically touch the people on the website? Is it a great online experience that you never want to leave our website? Well, that's, okay, one day is 480 bucks. 20 yeah. total of 24 hours. Yeah. See how many, how many hours are in a week? I don't know. We're gonna, people are like, these guys are dumb. <laughs> we can't even figure this 40. out. People, people are screaming at the computer screen right 40 now. 40 hours. That's 800 bucks. Yeah. So that's. One work week of work is 800 bucks. That's never stopping. I mean, that's eight hours a day. That's eight hours a day, five times a week. Yeah. No. $1,800. I was like, Guess who's going to take the ideas that you just bounced off of me and I'm going to Google how to do that myself. Did you respond to him? No. And I'm sure he'll probably call tomorrow in which I'll answer and I'll be like, what part of when I told you that this ministry makes no money did you, because I told him that. Because he's like, what's the purpose of the store? I'm like, well, we have our own podcast, but it's all funded by me. And he's like, that's great. And I'm like, it's all, all the equipment all the editing, all the producing, and I'm like, because I don't know if you know this, but ministries are not in it to make a lot of money. We don't have any money coming in. That's why we want the store, so we can sell merch to put money back into the ministry, because mm -hmm. we have none. Okay, how about I do your website for almost $2,000? <laughs> oh. Like, I kind of had that fear when I clicked the hire a professional, but I thought I'd roll the dice and see what happens. Yeah. Which it was and good. I, we got some ideas. Which he included in the email. We think the video header is the way to go and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, guess who's going to Google how to, or YouTube how to do that? Yeah, man. How does that cost? I don't know. But I, it's, it's, you know, in Wix, which we go to, which I love Wix. Shout out to Wix. So we have our website through. Um, I already paid to have a domain name and paid to have Wix yearly carry our website. Um... And they give you all the tools you need to create your own website. But I need to dig into it more because now I'm all, I'm kind of like, well, do they only give you limited access to things because they want you to hire somebody? But I don't know. I could be wrong because the church's website was done by Dana Buffington, who comes to church here. She set up that one, and I mean, the church's is good, but I don't, so I'm scrolling through it, and ours is good, I like it, but I wanted something that says, bang, come, this is why you come to our website, because yeah. it's an experience. Yeah. Um, you can come to our website, you, and I've already got links to our socials on there. Um, every podcast that we do, it is only audio, but you can listen to them while they're, we have a, a, a blog that I need to be better at updating all the time where we type things on there, um, like brain teaser or whatever that's on our mind. Like this, well, we think about this, and this is what I think about Second Timothy, this is what I think about Jude, this is what blah, 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 blah. Uh, I don't get a whole, like, since uh, the following on Facebook, thankful for all the followers on Facebook, and me putting a lot of 
content on Facebook telling people to go to our website, we've had a lot more traffic yeah. going to our website. And I think that's what initiated me wanting to make it more of an experience there and not so just like, and there's our faces like, mm -hmm. I wanted it to be more of a, oh man, let me navigate over to here and see what this is about. Well, let me navigate over here and see what yeah, this is about. Clicking. Yeah. yeah. And, and then if this takes you here and this and that, because we have, because I get analytics on that just as I get on everything else. And, but these guys, I mean, they were great. Uh, shout out access or access web designers. And, you know, if you guys can afford it, go see those guys, but they he had sound, all the, he sounded, oh, you know, he was really, he was really uh, upbeat and, and it wasn't BSing me and had all these great ideas about getting our, you know, our merch ads out there on Google ads and stuff like that, where they would just pop up on Google searches and stuff because he really liked their merch. And that was just one t-shirt. He's like, I think your merch alone would be 90% of the reason people come to you. Cause I can see people not even necessarily interested in your podcast, rocking your merch. Yeah. He's like, even if they don't like your content, they want your merch hats, shirts, mugs, whatever, with that logo. And that was the fish hook logo. Mm -hmm. And then the back of like your hat, dude, your hat's simple, but that thing is sweet. Right. Yeah. This was just my very first, this is the very first street smart merch that I got from Vista print. Yeah. And then, yeah, no, it's been, I think, and I think he's right. I think there's a lot of great ideas with merch. I, I made t-shirts, not for street smart, but for my, sister-in-law and she was so impressed with it which is great that her and my brother-in-law are like we're, we we're, we talked about buying you a screen printer just having you make stuff and i'm like now nah, just be making their merch like i don't make nobody's merch i make street smart yeah but i you know i, I it's an idea like but i listen to a lot of podcast creators and the thing that they say all the time is to get successful in this business is you have to put out content every day, yeah. every day. And, and he's, and they, some of the guys are like, yeah, you wake up and you don't want to, but he's like, but how many guys wake up and don't want to go to your job, but you do it anyways, because you've got to pay your bills. Yeah. How bad do you want this? Yeah. And even, uh, John Chris, that Christian, uh, comedian said that, he started out by doing content, and even now that he's famous, he's still putting content out every day. Some of it hits, some of it doesn't. But he's like, that's why you have to do it every day, because you don't know what's going to take off. On TikTok, I put out all these videos. One made four, like 1,300 views. I try to do one kind of the same. Maybe you should trip more 200. in your videos. Trip? Yeah. Like that farmer guy? Yeah, like fall. Like that Randy, the farmer guy, he always falls on his, and he does it on purpose. I Dwayne mean, Dunaway doesn't trip. I was talking about when you, like, fell in here. Oh, dude, no, I like don't. that clip of that, dude, when you knocked over the whole camera. You've done it a couple times. Or when you killed the guy. That was you. Whatever, dude. <laughs> dude, that would be great clips that you could put on, like, bloopers, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's cool, though. That's um, I'm, proud so you, the, I'm proud of you for reaching out to them, bro. Well, yeah. I just want to... Like, I know that, that that's not always the easiest thing No, to get, and I just wanted to... Put yourself out there like that. But, you know, I was doing it on the off chance that they were going to be like, hey, for $300. Hey, because of what you're doing, we're going to give this to you for free. Yeah, I knew that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, I'm going to go on the podcast and say if there's anybody out there that wants to design a website but then it would be crickets because still ain't nobody wants no t-shirts nobody wants no nobody bro. And this guy's talking about maybe he'll watch it he's talking about rocking that dude see what you guys are missing out on youtube still tells me average <laughs> average watch duration three minutes and 38 seconds really I'm like, well, 38 seconds was the intro that I put on there. So they listen to the cool flash intro and they're like, yeah. And then we start talking for two minutes and they're like. Swipe. Yeah. yeah. 
But I haven't. That's I've, the nice thing about this is we're not in it for that. But we're yeah, we're playing it out on. We're not in it for that. We're in it for Spotify. Christ. So it's like we're playing it out on Spotify. Like it's just like whoopee. So all three people. Man, and then I, I always like the YouTube ones, or it's like I'm always like, well, one of those was Kevin. Yeah. Because you're the only one out of all of us that listens to the whole thing through. Mm-hmm. And then we found out this week that our favorite photographer is like, I don't know how to use YouTube. Yeah. How are you in your 30s and don't know how to use you YouTube? You have your own business. You know who you are. We love you. I was kind of like, but you know, after I heard that, I was like, this makes sense. Because you know who else doesn't know how to use you? Well, I get this, my mom. So my my mom got a laptop for her birthday. And she's like, how do I watch your videos? And I'm like, you don't ever watch my videos. But I was like, uh, it, she doesn't, she's never going to have social media. She has Snapchat. And I'm like, no, nah, it's not on there. Um, get our merch? I said, you need to go on YouTube. And so she's yelling on the phone to my dad. Is YouTube that one side that you said I can't have because of Chinese? I'm like, no, Mom, that's TikTok. <laughs> She's like, TikTok? Is it YouTube? My dad's like, no, I didn't say YouTube. TikTok. Oh, how do I use YouTube? I'm like, it's an app. It's probably already <laughs> on. Type on your laptop, YouTube. I don't even know if she still got it figured out. And I'm like, then you don't have to set up an account, but it'll just go to your YouTube page. There's a little magnifying glass. You click that and type in this. That's going to bring all my videos up. That's too much. We need to doctor up that page in there, too. I know. YouTube? Yeah. Like, how, your, what do you Your mean? channel. Like, well, how, what do you mean? Like, if there's, like, areas where you can add notes and stuff like that. Oh, like, yeah. Details. And yeah, I've seen things that are, like, little ads and... Things like that, I just, I'm like, oh my gosh. I tried to focus on a little more since I don't put all of our content, or podcasts at least, on Facebook anymore. Main reason for got, that is If we got the website up too, you could put that as link in YouTube. Yeah. I put it the link to our website once before, and then I, I tagged uh, Performed Wiki in there, and then didn't sleep for two days because I was waiting for them to be like, if you or if you're looking for a podcast or Christian, don't watch these two dumb. <laughs> <laughs> these guys will send you straight to hell. Is that your Morgan Freeman voice? Yeah, but that's what that Reform Wiki has. Yeah, it is. But they, uh, I've also learned, though, that they don't really pay attention to your channel if you have three views. No. But our last one... This one, and I think it's because I tricked people with the whole alien headline. I think it was up to like 30 views. Dang. Just like the one before that was about 30 views. So I'm like, either Kevin kept clicking on it and off of it 30 times. Nope, I didn't even see it. It's on there. I haven't watched it in a while. Well, you know what? Then stop talking about it. You're the one talking about it. Well, if you're going to talk about it, then you need to be about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>